Hello and welcome to another episode, another year of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin, and Happy New Year. Big things in store for you this year on Relationship Alive, some exciting new guests, some return visits from some regular favorites here on the show, and uh, and a few things that you're going to find out about as the uh, weeks roll on here. Has it ever happened to you that you've set an intention to grow or change, but then not actually followed through? For instance, if you're like me and not totally jaded, then perhaps you like to start the new year with reflecting on the past year and setting some intentions for the coming year. And while that can initially be inspiring, I think it can also often be followed by a bit of dread. And that dread can be accompanied by thoughts like, how do I make this year different from years past? Am I really capable? But especially in the case of relationships, it can also be something like, all this change and inspiration sounds great to me, but what if my partner isn't on board? What happens if I'm committed to all this change and growth and they're not? So in today's episode, we're going to talk about the ways that this can actually be holding you back so that you can move past it and become a beacon of strength, change, and integrity so that you can feel inspired within yourself and in your relationship. So let's get the year started off right together. First, just a reminder that the Relationship Alive podcast is my offering to you so that you can have the best relationship possible going on now for nearly three and a half years. If you're finding the show to be helpful, please consider a donation to show your support and ensure that we can continue. To choose something that feels right for you, please visit neilsatin.com support or text the word support to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. And this week, a big thank you goes out to Bin, Barrett, Cynthia, Sarah, Lara, Anna, and Jordan. Thank you all so much for your support, ongoing support of the Relationship Alive podcast. And also, just a quick reminder that if you're on Facebook and haven't already joined us, please come find the Relationship Alive community, where there are more than 2,500 people gathered to create a safe space for conversations about you, your relationship, your growth, and your New Year's resolutions. Okay, let's dive in. So growing in your relationship creates a conundrum. What if your partner doesn't want to come along for the ride? What if you grow in different directions? What if you find yourself in a place where your relationship just doesn't work for you anymore? This is actually kind of a big deal when you're contemplating your own path and growth because if you don't have actual answers to these questions, you could find yourself with a fearful part within you protecting you from actually making any changes. So when I asked at the beginning if you've ever experienced being excited about some potential change only to have it not happen, 
This is a dynamic that's often at play. The internal parts that can ultimately sabotage our best inspired intentions. The obvious problem is that if you're not actually committed to your growth and truly taking action towards it, then things will truly not shift. You also don't wanna get caught in that cycle of getting excited about something new that you've learned only to not even try to implement it because your partner might not be along for the ride. Or because as you see yourself shifting, changing and growing, you're not sure if you'll even be compatible with your relationship anymore. So it's no wonder that these shifts and changes don't come so easily, is it? In some respects, your relationship is what it is. It's something we've talked about here on the show before, that the way things are is the product of how you and your partner are in your lives right now. If nothing changes, then, well, nothing changes. You put the same ingredients in, you get the same ingredients out, and it's natural to think that we'd want good change, right? But the truth is that if change could mean that everything actually changes, well, that in the end might not be so great. Often the reason that things are the way they are is that they serve some purpose in our lives. It may not be the greatest, most uh, most sustainable, most healthy purpose, but it is a purpose nonetheless. So in some ways, I'm letting you off the hook for the way that things are. And at the same time, hopefully this is helping you get clear on why things are the way that they are. It's really helpful to stop before you try to change anything and to ask yourself, how is it serving me to have things be just the way they are? What beliefs about myself does this allow me to perpetuate? What stability or what certainty does it give me to have things just continue on as they are? And if things were to actually change, what would I be afraid might happen? If you can get really honest with your answers to those questions, then you'll have some help in taking things to the next level. And um, yeah, I might suggest that you actually even pause or mark the time that I'm saying these questions and come back. So you can either pause and answer them or come back and answer them later because they are that important in terms of identifying your barriers to change. Now, it's funny because I've talked about my communication guide here on the show quite a bit because it has some helpful secrets for helping you connect with others, especially your partner, around difficult topics. If you've downloaded and read the guide already, now would be a good time to reread it and to ask yourself how it applies to communicating with yourself. Because some of those inner conversations can be challenging too. So if you haven't downloaded it yet, you can grab my communication guide at neilsatin.com slash relate or by texting the word relate 
to the number 33444 and following the instructions. Now, what about that fear that I've mentioned a few times now? The fear that if we grow, that we'll leave our partner behind or that they won't be interested in the new us. Or basically the fear that if we change, it might mean that our relationship could end. So there are two important ways to think about this that hopefully will get you unstuck. The first of those two important ways is to be able to draw a distinction for yourself between knowing what you'd like to do and or change and actually doing it, taking action. So are you stuck maybe in the knowing stage without really doing much? I'm asking you this in all sincerity because I've noticed that in myself at times and because I often notice it in my clients as well. We know what we should do but do we actually make a choice and commit to doing it? No. So before you go down the road of saying, for instance, that you've already tried changing and your partner isn't coming along for the ride, take a hard look at the evidence of what you've actually changed. Change your beliefs and change your mindset. Sure, those things are important. And have your actions changed? If your actions haven't changed, then there's still some work to be done. Now, how do we take on the fear? The ways that our fear of what change might do could be holding us back. Let's get right to that. But first, I'm going to take a moment to talk about this week's sponsor. I've found them to be really useful over the past few weeks, and they have a special offer for you to try them out for yourself. So today's episode is sponsored by Blinkist. I talk a lot on this show about being present, mindful, and growth-oriented, and it can be challenging to do that sometimes when we're overwhelmed with work and other aspects of life. It can be just really tough to fit it all in during the day. But there's an app that I highly recommend that can help you to be more present, mindful, and growth-focused every day. And as I just mentioned, it is called Blinkist. Blinkist is the only app that takes the best key takeaways, the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books, books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can either read or listen to. Blinkist lets you drop in and get the main points of the books quickly which is a great way to feed your growth, especially when you're pressed for time. With over 8 million users, Blinkist has a massive and growing library from self-help and business and health to history books. So Blinkist has been perfect for me, especially during this past holiday season. As you know, I read a lot of books for the show. And Blinkist has been a great way for me to take a quick but deep dive into a new book, especially if it's something that interests me, but I don't have the time to commit to reading the whole thing. So lately I've checked out books about depression, about politics, about business, when I have a spare 15 minutes here and there. 
So right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for you. Go to Blinkist.com slash alive to start a free seven-day trial. You can check out all the books that you've been wanting to read at a fraction of the time. Again, that's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash alive to start your free seven-day trial. Blinkist.com slash alive. And thank you so much, Blinkist, for your support of the Relationship Alive podcast. So how do we take on the fear that our growth is actually going to separate us from our partners? I don't want to lie to you here. It's possible. What I mean is it's possible that if you grow in a way that really resonates with you and feels true to the essence of who you are, it's possible that there's a chance that your partner might not want to come along for the ride. And if that happens, then you'll have some decisions to make. But you will be able to make those decisions from a place of actually having grown, having embodied something new for yourself. And thus, the way that you approach those conversations and decisions will be different than they would be right now, as you're simply imagining what it would be like. And you have no way of knowing that until you actually do the growing, until you actually experience it and see how it impacts you and the other people in your life. Now, I don't think that you should just grow without considering your partner. By all means, consider how your actions and growth and the direction that you're taking impact the safety of your relationship, the agreements of your container, and make choices that feel like they're in integrity with all of that. If it's clear that this represents a shift, I would suggest that you do your best to not go rogue. Take time to check in with your partner about what you'd like to do, the choices that you're making, and the vision that you have for yourself and for the relationship. In fact, you might also share with them some of the ways that you see this having a positive impact on them and on your relationship. Because most people respond to the potential of change with their own fear. I mean, sometimes they get inspired and excited, but a lot of times when it feels like the ground is shifting beneath your feet, it would be natural to get a little prickly or a little fearful. So recognize that you're going to have to address that aspect, the, the changing safety and the change to your container and your agreements. You might have to address that head on in your conversation. That's a bit of a sidebar here, though, because we're talking about you and your growth, you and the way that you might be holding yourself back. And as I said, there is a real possibility that your fear will come to pass. But love is a strong thing. And if your growth is fueled by love, then my guess is that you'll find that it only increases your capacity to show up in your relationship, to be more fully who you are, and to bring that to your partner. Can you do that and at the same time, invite your partner into your world as it's expanding. 
And can you give them the time and space to digest it so that it's not a, a now or nothing proposition so that they're allowed to stretch into something new so that they can experience the discomfort of that and come back into balance? You may find that they don't have to be necessarily along for the total ride, but they can grow and shift to accommodate the new you or to accommodate the changes in a way that actually feels really great and generative to both of you. You don't have to both be the same um, to appreciate each other and respect each other and, and really enjoy each other's path. So what is it about you that doesn't trust that your partner could do that? Talk to that part of yourself and reassure them that that you've chosen another human to be a partner with and that all humans have the capacity to grow, especially if it's in ways that ultimately are positive for them. And in the end, you need to take action and then be ever aware for what might happen next. So I suggest that make that you make connecting to your partner your priority in those moments. Just like I was talking about back in episode 171, because if you prioritize connection, even as you're talking about growth, that will help them feel safe, despite the tension that your growth might be creating. And I say might, because you don't really know, again, until you try. It could be that your partner was, for some reason, just waiting for you to take action and to grow and change. This dance of potentially each person holding back, waiting for the other person to act, while living in competing fears, first, the fear that something either of you does will disconnect you, and, and second, the fear that you'll never get to grow and live the way that you actually want to, this dance is something that most of us will actually do at some point or at some points in our relationship. And it's possible that if you're not the one doing the growing in this moment, that your partner is actually doing some growing and wondering if you are going to come along for the ride. Wouldn't that be an interesting thing to notice or discover? So notice your fear. Address it head on. Take steps to re-regulate yourself when you notice the fear kicking in so that you can bring yourself back into balance. Then ask yourself, what am I truly afraid of here? Get really clear on your resistance. This is a great time to do a little work, dialoguing with your inner parts. Um, internal family systems can be great for that. And if you're curious about that, check out episodes 26 or 140. Those are my episodes with Dick Schwartz, who created Internal Family Systems. Or if you're familiar with Byron Katie and the work, this could be a, two, a good time for that as well. And yes, I am definitely hoping to have her on the show at some point. Because in the end, your goal should be to get clear so that you can actually move forward. A life of holding yourself back for fear of what might happen, that's definitely not what I want for you. A life of shining brightly and inspiring others, especially your partner, with your vision, with your growth, with your integrity. Now that sounds like something to shoot for. Ultimately, 
you are going to have to make the choice, the actual commitment to follow through on your path. As I alluded to earlier, it's possible that you're not actually making the choice, that instead you have the knowledge, but you're not actually following through on making it happen. Is that possible, that that's your experience? Only you know for sure. But see what shifts in you if you decide that you are committed to a particular path of growth. So here are some examples that you might try on. Things like, I am committed to being truthful in my relationship. I am committed to taking care of myself when I'm triggered and not trying to have an important conversation when I'm in a state of being dysregulated. I'm committed to being positive and having fun and being optimistic and to not bringing negativity or complaints into my relationship or judgments. I am committed to being monogamous and pouring my energy into fostering connection and intimacy with my partner, if that's your commitment. Or maybe you're committed to the healthiest polyamorous relationship that you could be in. That's possible too. Are you committed to it? Because once you're committed, the landscape changes a little bit. Then you start to figure out what's actually required in order to follow through on your commitments. Um, and here's a, a really good one. Um, I am committed to self-care, to giving myself what I need. And if I don't know what I need, I'm committed to figuring it out. So try some of those out. Just try saying them and feel the energy that commitment brings to your actions. Are you choosing to do something or are you just going to try to do something. In the end, once you realize that your fears are holding you back, you may or may not be able to eliminate your fears. Some of those fears might just stick with you. But as you've heard me say before, this is a time for courage. You feel the fear and do it anyway. And then keep paying attention because you don't want to just like bluster on ahead you, you need to do what it takes to stay present to however the world and especially your partner are responding to your path, to your growth, to your changes. And if you need to, make some adjustments. But at least your adjustments will be made based on reality, not what you think might happen or what you're worried might happen, but what is actually happening as the result of you taking action. That is my wish for you, that this new year, you can set whatever intentions truly matter to you and make the commitment to choosing, to taking whatever actions are required to get you there, and that you can stay present, taking care of yourself and taking care of the others in your sphere of influence so that your path of growth is informed by your impact on the world and the world's impact on you. So again, Happy New Year. And I'm looking forward to seeing you again next week.
where my guest will be Diana Fosha, who is the creator of AEDP, which is an amazing modality for healing trauma and attachment injuries so that you can show up more brightly in your life. I am super excited about her work and to bring it to you next week on Relationship Alive. Until then, take care and please keep me posted.